Well, the Melbourne Cup is on tomorrow and the voice of Channel 10's Melbourne Cup coverage of one, the only female jockey to win the Cup, Michelle Payne, joins us. G'day, Michelle. Hi, how are you? Happy to be. Oh, mate, what a big day it's uh, shaping up to be. How do you think it's going to be looking, um, especially weather-wise? Uh, yes, looking great. Um, hoping they've got it, which they sometimes can get wrong, but it doesn't look like they have, uh, which I guess in a way adds an element of excitement. It's you know, could be um, anybody's race if we get all the rain that's predicted before the cup. But um, yeah, I'm sure that we'll get through it no matter what. And yeah, looking just looking forward to the race just the same. Hey, Michelle, I was uh, looking up some fun facts about the Melbourne Cup, and in its whole history, there's only ever been four hundred to one shots get up, including your good self. With the conditions, do you think we might see a long shot? It's, it's a big possibility, but in a way, a lot of the shorter price favourites uh, or shorter price horses actually don't mind wet conditions as well. So if you had a heap of horses that were short in the market and, and didn't handle the wet, you'd be thinking definitely there could be an upset. But um, looking through the field, I think we have a lot of horses that do, do like wet conditions. So I, I don't think so, but at the same time, you never know. We've got some lightweight chances down the bottom and... Yeah, I think that's why what makes the race so great is that it, it is anyone's cup. Uh, Point Nepian had to uh, be scratched. Uh, do you think there'll be any more scratchings before the start? I don't think so. I think everybody's pretty sounds pretty keen to get out there and have their crack at it. So hopefully we don't. Um, you know, we've already lost quite a few already. So uh, it'd be good to see everybody to be able to compete out there who's in the field now. Hey, I was interested to read that uh, you know, Huey Bowman, a great, great jockey, of course, four-time winner on uh, on Winks uh, in in you know one of the great races, um, hasn't won a Melbourne Cup. Uh, is he a chance tomorrow with Juaz? I think so. Uh, he ran second. Um, uh, Mallow got very close, and his good friend Kieran McAvoy, who's my brother-in-law, he beat him. He was a bit disappointed with Kieran. Kieran won his third Melbourne Cup, and and um, you know, stormed home over the outside and cross counter. Uh, but she was a good chance. She ran well in the Caulfield Cup. Um, she's a good, classy mare. She, I think she'll get through the wet conditions okay. Um, definitely in it with a chance in a, in a very, very open race. Hey, yeah, another fun fact I've, I found out was that in the history of the Melbourne Cup, only six grey horses have any one. Are there any greys running tomorrow? Well, there you go. I never knew that. A uh, bit of information. I, I don't think we do have any <laughs> you, tomorrow. You can use it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we do. I'm actually with the the number 24, which I don't know whether I've had too many 24s. I, I was told maybe Prue was number 24 who won the Melbourne Cup many, many years ago. But um, I think she's a really good, sneaky chance with no weight down on the bottom with 50 kilos and a good barrier. Um, she's, she's my pick little rubber flowers down there. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, good one to get in early with. I was just, you know, you look through the guide and you try and pick up uh, little bits and pieces, and a lot of people uh, do refer to any horse that's actually run the distance. How how important is it if you have previously run the 3,200? I think it's a good guide to go off. Um, it doesn't necessarily always mean everything, though, because, you know, we have uh, horses that have run in the Sydney Cup, but it's, the Sydney Cup's a bit of a less, lesser race, and... I don't know whether it's too much of a guide to go off going into the Melbourne Cup because of the, the quality of it. Um, I do. I, at the same time, in saying that, I do like Rubber Flowers who ran in it, and 
uh, Knight's Order, who I think, if the rain comes, will be right into contention. Um, but, yeah, I think if you've got a horse that hits the line strongly and you think looks as though it'll run the race that strongly, um, you don't rule them out until the day because, uh, yeah, you just sometimes don't know until they've, they've had their shot at it. But um, you do know when you are riding in the race, if, if they they don't say they get to that clock tower and they're, they're out of carrots. So um, it's not a nice feeling when you don't have a horse that's, um, you know, a, a real true stayer of the two miles. You mentioned Kieran McAvoy. He's, he's already won three cups. He's on the favourite tomorrow, and it's it's quite a short favourite uh, for a Melbourne Cup, isn't it? Is it deserving of that favouritism? Um, it's an interesting question because I don't know if he is. I think that he's, he's got a few question marks um, against him. He's still he still looks like he's filling out, maturing for me. Um, I feel like you know there's a huge hype around him. He's got. He has got a, a, a lightweight in um, being a European four-year-old, and I just think maybe um, there's a few question marks that he's, he should he might be a bit shorter than he should be. But um, I'm hoping I'm wrong because for Kieran it would be great. His his four little kids will be out there, and my, my nieces and nephews, and they'll be very very excited if he wins. So I, I certainly hope I'm wrong, and that he does salute front. Well, we've seen some terrific family moments with the McAvoy family in the past, so that would be nice. Hey, um, talking about when you win, and of course you've experienced this your good self, when you win the Cup, I've heard some uh, some interesting stories about celebrations. There was one uh, uh, we've played earlier about uh, vintage crop actually being taken into the hotel for the celebrations, <laughs> the actual horse itself. So uh, have you heard of any crazy celebration stories like that? No, that's the first I've heard of that. I think you get the horse home and get him, get him, com- get them comfortable and um, tucked away. But yeah, that is that's a bit extreme, I would imagine. But um, yeah, we didn't. I didn't celebrate too much on the night. It was it was too exciting to be honest. Everything was so overwhelming. I I waited till a month later and had a big party in Bali and seen all my best friends come over there and we got a villa and it was it was really good fun and a very good celebration. Oh, that's smart. That's very intelligent, I think. An off-seas party. Oh, good thinking. <laughs> Problem Excellent. was, there's so uh, many look, Australians there, I may as well have been home. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Hey, well, I'm going to put you on the line here, mate. And I know that uh, tonight on Channel 10, uh, you guys are doing the Road to the Melbourne Cup Carnival, so you'll be on that uh, tonight, giving us a bit of insight. But if you had to sort of maybe give us a, an opportunity, because I like to have a crack at the trifecta in the first four. Could you give us four horses that you think uh, are going to be somewhere near the front? Well, I've um, already spoken about Realm of Flowers. I've got her on top. Yeah. I think without a fight, he's my pick of the European horses. I think he's... Uh, sounds like there's a bit of an air of confidence around him. And uh, Knight's Order, I think if the rain comes, I think he'll be... He'll be very hard to catch because he's a big, strong, good, good quality two miler, and I think he'll be he'll be fighting him off really strongly. Oh, gee, well there we go. We got uh, three, six, and twenty-four in there, and there wasn't any mention of the favourite. So, well, I tell you what, it could be a day for upsets. I love it. I tell you what, have a great day yourself. Where do you actually uh, celebrate? Where, where do you go on Cup Day now that you're royalty? Uh, well, I'll be in the mounting yard with the Channel 10 team, giving you the latest tips from there and how they're all looking, and uh, doing the rundown straight after. So I'll be watching it, um, watching it live, and can't wait.
Uh, working hard as usual, Michelle Payne, thank you very much for your time and thanks for being on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me and best of luck.